Don't, don't, don't look now. But the Florida Gators have done it once again. Jeray Hawkins, you are a Florida Gator. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another, another live stream because the Florida Gators got another, another commit. Welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every damn day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy Monday. I'm Brandon Wilson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with whole nine sports, Giants country, NFL 33. We're talking about Jare Hawkins now because guess what? The Florida Gators got another commit and it is Jare Hawkins. So after just a dominant stretch of defensive recruiting, the Florida Gators went out and got themselves. I'm trying to think of the right word to describe him. And the word that continues to pop into my head, or the phrase that continues to pop into my head, is speed demon. That's the only way I can really describe Jare Hawkins, and that is how I will continue to describe him. Jare Hawkins is the 17th commit for the Florida Gators in the class of 2024. He is the second receiver to go with Isaiah Williams, who's been committed for a bit. But now Jare Hawkins is here. Speed Demon, 10-3 at the 100-meter dash. Um, I think he ran a 40 that was like 4-4 laser timed, which, by the way, I understand people are going to, you know, complain about whatever they want. 4-4 is damn fast. Like, like for, Percy Harvin ran, if I'm not mistaken, a 4-4-2 or a 4-4-1 at the NFL Combine. This kid's running 4-4 laser in high school speed demon no other way to put it now granted five foot nine 186 pounds not the biggest dude don't care at all because he's that damn fast you don't have to worry about getting hit if they can't catch you right simple as that so Dre hawkins a, a speed demon at five foot nine 160 pounds and he adds just more speed to this team where billy napier has clearly clearly made it a, a priority to add speed to this just team in general. But look at the receiver room 2023. You bring in Aiden Mizell. You, you get your speed demon for 2023. 2024, now you got Jure Hawkins. Like you've got speed where you look at what's what it's going to look like in 2024 and 2025. And it's like, wow, they're going to be really hard to catch in Gainesville. Like, just speed throughout. And that's going to be evident. As we see, like, Billy Napier, I truly don't think he's going to change his offensive system much. I think what we're going to see is the players get better, and then people are going to stop complaining about the offensive system. But 5'9", 160 pounds, and Dre Hawkins is important to talk about where he went on his official visit to Florida a couple of weeks ago. 
and Dre Hawkins, while he was there afterwards, he came out and he was like, hey, yeah, I, w- I went there and, you know, Billy Napier told me that he wants to use me how Jalen Waddle was used at Alabama. 5'10", 182, when he was in the NFL, Jalen Waddle. So, you know, 5'9", 160, not too bad right there. And then you also look at what Billy Gonzalez told him on his official visit, and he said, hey, we want to use you like Kadarius Tony. Now, Kadarius Tony's six foot tall, 193 pounds, so a little bit a little bit bigger. But Dre Hawkins is that kind of playmaker where you just say, hey, man, we're just going to give you the football and you figure it out at that point. So for me, I think that's huge where we've all complained about, you know, using Xavier Henderson on the jet sweep. And while he's fast, he's not agile. And that really kind of diminishes the value there of having someone like Xavier Henderson running that because, well, fast is fast. But, but quick is quick, and, and that's also a fantastic thing. Uh, also, by the way, Jeray Hawkins is pretty much smack a dab in the middle of this class as far as recruiting goes for the Florida Gators. But, I mean, I think Jeray Hawkins is an incredible ad. I will say, no clue why they call him Tank. He's really fast and small. Maybe it's ironic. It, it might be ironic. Now that it, it might be an ironic thing. Uh, but Florida got him over... Penn State and the Miami Hurricanes. Okay. Bye bye. Like, like just this is also not the first time that Florida's been in competition with Penn State or Miami. So far, this one's done, but Florida, way to go. Uh, also important to talk about how Florida's been like branching out of the state of Florida for recruiting. And yes, Jeray Hawkins will be listed as IMG Academy. So he will be listed out of Bradenton, Florida. It is, I think, important to acknowledge that he is not originally from Florida. He is from West Virginia. I think it's Wheeling, West Virginia is the town that he's from or the city he's from. Um, And so he's from Wheeling, West Virginia. So this is yet again, Florida going to the, you know, the the mid-Atlantic coastline here and taking a player here, which I know West Virginia is like kind of off it a little bit but you know it's not midwest either it's kind of a no man's land it's just like west virginia you know country roads is all they have but uh yeah jerry hawkins also reportedly ran a 425 at ohio state wasn't laser but if he can run 425 that's fast fast um and and that's ridiculous but also yes building the img pipeline is important for florida because while jerry hawkins is not originally from the state of florida yes he is with these other IMG kids. And I mean, Ellis Robinson currently committed to Georgia, IMG kid. David Stone, defensive lineman from Oklahoma, but is that IMG that Florida's pushing for? IMG. Uh, Ernest Willer, not really in Florida's radar, but IMG. That's all this year. All this year, there's a bunch of guys Jordan Seaton, Jared Gibson, Jimothy Lewis, ton of IMG talent. But we're also going to look at how that considers for 2025 because 2025 you've also got, guess what? A ton of kids from the state of Florida that are going to be at IMG. They're going to be available for you. Nathaniel Owusu Boateng, top ranked one from IMG right now. Anthony Rogers is there. There's just more and more and more. Winston Watkins Jr. is in the fold. Like this is just Florida's going for talent. And talent, and guess what? More 
talent. We are going to talk about just the remainder of this Florida Gators 2024 class, and I'll get to the chat after this. But first, today's episode of Lockdown Gators is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook. New customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That means you can make a bet. And if your first bet does not win, you get up to $1,000 back, depending on how much you bet. I live on FanDuel. That's that's what I'm doing. That's that's where I spend a bunch of time. I will be betting on Florida Gators play LSU in about four hours. I will be taking the over. I, I haven't even looked at the line yet. I'm taking the over because I don't care. I'm doing that. It's Florida. Now, you can do that as well. By getting that no sweat first bet to $1,000, if it misses, you don't have to worry that much. But you can go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Thanks again for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Now, I'll get to the chat, but first I did want to talk about just the way this class is shaping up right now for the Florida Gators because you've got a quarterback, obviously, DJ Lightway. You've got a running back, which personally, I think Florida should add another one, but also you don't need to, one, you don't need to prioritize that. Because you can go high school or college for it, as in the transfer world. So I'm not stressing about running back. You've got two receivers now. I think you need at least one more, preferably one that's, you know, taller, fast, pretty refined, from the state of Florida, committed to Ohio State. Just saying, if you could add someone like that, that'd be great. Tight end, you have Amir Jackson. I would like for Florida to add another inline guy. You don't have Eric Carner. You don't have Walter Matthews. Uh, I think I think that Florida kind of lost interest in Eric Carner uh, after earning the commitment from Amir Jackson, just because it would be kind of redundant. But I would still take Eric Carner. So I'm just saying that one. I know he committed to Texas A&M, but I'm still saying I would still take him. Uh, you have three offensive line committed, offensive linemen committed. You need at least two more, I think, preferably higher ranking ones, not so much developmental pieces. You've got three defensive linemen. You've got an edge. You've got three linebackers. No corners yet, which is not concerning, but it's something that you're going to have to add to if you're the Florida Gators. And two safeties currently committed. It's a pretty, I want to say, well-rounded class. I feel like last year... Early on, we were like, okay, a ton of DBs, get help elsewhere. And, and then they did. And now it's like, okay, well, you kind of addressed every position but corner at least a little bit. Now you just need to continue to add to that. So that's why it's like, okay, I'm happy as heck with this class right now because 17 commits right now in June 26th. I, I will do the math another day. But I want to say Florida wasn't even close to 17 commits at June 26th. Last year, probably somewhere at like 11, which is not close at all to me. To me, close is like 14, 15. So for Florida, you've got the class that you, you got the foundation of the class too. It's just a matter of, you know, putting the finishing pieces, getting another receiver, getting more O-line, getting corner. Your linebackers and edge and D-line, they're kind of all just mashed together because you have quite a few guys who could play multiple roles. Cool with me. Versatility is key in football. So I'm fine with it. Now we are going to look at the chat a little bit. We got a few chomps in the chat. I got a great day to be a greater. It could be even better, right? It could be even better come, you know, between 7 and 10 p.m. Eastern time tonight. 
it could be even better if Florida beats LSU because I've been talking wild trash. So I need to. Kid is fast, ran a 4.25 at Ohio State, 10.3700 meter. Uh, maybe he's Napier's version of Percy Harvin. Maybe, Nathaniel. Maybe he's Napier's version of Percy Harvin. But I will also say, I don't care what laser time anybody ran, Percy or Jure. I don't care what what 100 meter anybody ran, Percy or Jure. Percy's game speed was different, truly like game breaking different for Jure for uh, Percy Harvin. So maybe Jure could be that, but that's like setting insane expectations. And I just wouldn't want to do that right now. I will say Jure hoping nothing but the best for you in Gainesville, baby. If you can live up to be Percy, that'd be fantastic. 2024 have the fastest wide receiver core in the country. Maybe speed you love that. Uh, we're building speed out of the Yang in the near future. One-on-one should be our strength. Hopefully I think with, with adding Jeray Hawkins and, and Aiden Mizell and all the other speed that Florida's trying to add to this roster, one-on-ones are key, but I also think it's just going to make these motion, these pre-snap motion plays so much more lethal from Florida because you can't play man defense at that point. Like you have to go into zone, in which case Florida can flood the zone or overload it. Like you can't play man defense because if you're following them across the formation, you can't press them and then you can't slow down their release at all. So it's, it's wild stuff for Florida. Uh, and it's just, it is truly incredible for the Florida Gators. Uh, so you're just continuing to add on there. And yeah, uh, so Nathaniel said, Go Gator, speed kills, bubble screen slants and reverses will kill a great defense. I mean, yeah, look at Ohio State or look at uh, Kadarius Tony with Kansas City in the Super Bowl and how wild that was. I mean, you got just it speed kills. No other way to say it other than saying speed kills. And and that's really all you can say. Uh, Harrison Sanchez, one second. I just got a DM, so I am going to look at that real quick. Um, but Harrison said, Harrison said, Lagway, Graham, Philson, and Waller are all five stars. If we had Ross, that'd be five, five stars. Add Jay Smith, that'd be six, five stars. I haven't done that since Urban Meyer, if ever. Yeah. Um, it would be incredible as far as I also see, uh, Nathaniel saying, I don't think we'll be getting Jordan Ross. Don't know if Florida will. I have been told that Florida's made some pretty significant strides in that area. Um, Ethan Calloway committing today. I don't, I don't think so. I, I don't think he's committing today, but Hey, crazier things have happened in, especially with the university of Florida, but thank you so much for making lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. Hopefully this is your second listen of the day. Your first listen was locked on Gators already, but for lockdown Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with whole nine sports, giants, country, NFL 33. And I will see you all tomorrow when we talk which freshmen from the 2023 class are going to contribute this year for the Florida Gators.